Welcome to the latest Chamber podcast. I'm Paul Faulkner, and in this episode, we're in conversation with Paul Bassey, a former Chamber president and a preeminent local business figure uh, who has documented his fascinating life and career in a new book, Brick by Brick, Success in Business and Life. Paul, thank you for joining us today. Hi. So, you know, this book, you know, it documents your successful career as a businessman and, and property investor, but it also sort of traces the story of your family from when your, your grandfather uh, decided to leave India and come to the UK. So, you know, tell us what, what brought about the decision to sit down and, and write this? Uh, well, I got asked to do a book when I was about 30, and I was a bit embarrassed by that, because I thought, who would want to know what a 30-year-old knows? Yeah. And then sort of, you go forward, you're in your mid-40s, and I thought the same again. Now I'm 57, I thought it was an opportunity to record what's gone on in the immigrant's journey in England, something for my family, and also for the team that's been with us throughout this. Um, I thought, well, let's do it. Share everything I've learned over the years, help other businesses help them fulfill their potential, help them to prosper. And I thought, what a great way to raise some money. So all the proceeds that are coming to me from this book yeah. will be going to charity. So um, it's been a lot more hard work than I thought it was going to be. But, you know, let's see. Let's have a I was going to say, what, so when you, you finally you know, decide, right, I'm going to do it, you know, they've, uh, it feels like the right time. What was the process? How did you go about um, sort of you know, getting it all down onto paper? Well, like most things I do, and I talk about in the book, I surrounded myself with all the right people um, so I got a bit of help on what I should write so I wrote off to a few publishers and I wrote off to the top half a dozen yeah. and I was told not to hear much back and uh, you know, it gives me some time to write the book and lo and behold a few days later I had three or four publishers come back and say they'd be very happy to do this Straight so, away, so they yeah, actually yeah. like the synopsis. I, mean, and... I hadn't even written the book, so yeah. <laughs> um, I then went and met them and I found Bloomsbury who published Harry Potter and got on with them really well, uh, met the others and realised Blue was really the one for me and then got myself a ghostwriter, spent hours and hours and hours since last January 18 uh, and then kind of about two weeks ago we finally nailed it. Uh, there's a final draft knocking around, it'll be out late July. So it took about 18 months then in the, yes, the making yeah, as it yeah, were, so yeah. it's, it's not an overnight uh, process well, is it this? you know, success is not an overnight thing. No. You know, I always think overnight success is about 15 years. So compared to my my 15 years, the book was quite quick. And and it's out on the 27th of July. 25th of July. 25th of July. Yeah. And I know it is available to, to pre-order. So anyone listening now, there's links which they can click yeah. onto. And... Well, you know, I've been really lucky. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got Bloomsbury doing it, Amazon, WH Smith, Waterstones, so all the major bookshops yeah. are carrying it. It'll be on Kindle. And, you know, we want it to be a success, A, because success is a habit. And again, I talk about that in the book, but I want to raise as much money as we can so we can put it back into the community locally. And I know that's one thing that um, you know, you're really uh, keen on, isn't it, is making sure that the, the local audiences, uh, yeah. business communities, broader communities, you know, are aware of it. And, you know, it's very much rooted in in the West Midlands. It, it is. I mean, one, one thing, you know, the Chamber of Commerce is all about representing businesses. Yes. And most of the time we concentrate on the business and it's about profitability. Well, mm. I get that. We've got to look after the staff. We've got to look after our clients. We've got to look after our shareholders. But actually a good business has a responsibility to contribute to its local community. And this is one of the ways in which we want to do that. It's a great example of some of the, yeah. the sort of sentiments in the book. Now, now the book itself, you've, you've 
have a sort of a part of it which focuses on on the history and your family's uh, sort of journey and, and story, and then sort of segues into um, more sort of advice and guidance for yeah, for, yeah. for people and inspiring business people who are who are reading it. So I mean, just just tell us a bit about your your background and, and you know, well, where you open up the book. Yeah, I mean, I was born in Birmingham, what's Dudley Road Hospital, then a city hospital. City now. hospital, yeah. But my parents were like not different from anybody else's they were first generation immigrants um, after the sort of partition period my grandfather who was the twin mm. um, went along to some local admin office somewhere with his twin brother couldn't read all right they got themselves the visas to get out of the country one of them got a visa to Argentina the other one got a visa to England they never saw each other again wow. sadly um, and uh, that's how that journey started yeah, and then you know, you know, they say born here in in Birmingham. You you really sort of spent your formative years down in in West London. Yeah, well, again, my grandparents had come from India to England, and my parents decided to go from Birmingham to London because mm. London, you know, the streets were paved with gold. Absolutely, they say. Um, so I was born here, grew up there, and. Um, I don't know why I ended up back here, but I did. And it was I saw sort of reading through the book that you you almost went down a, a career in the law, and you'd started off as a yeah. sort of a legal assistant. And I started off as a trainee legal exec with a firm called Gasters in London, um, and very quickly into that, um, I was getting the princely sum of one hundred and thirty nine pound a month, and it was costing me more than that to travel to work. <laughs> um, but all my friends went off to college and university. Yeah. I was playing football at a sensible standard and I just was a bit lonely really. I wanted to go out. So at the last minute, I managed to get myself a place at college here in Birmingham and that's how I came back home. And kind of, as I say, you know, went through, got your business diploma and then you know, started the... Well, yeah, kind of, you know, back in the early 80s, getting a job as an Asian man in, in Birmingham uh, wasn't so easy if you wanted to wear a shirt and tie, if you didn't want to work in a foundry, if you didn't want to work in the sweatshops we had. So I managed to get a job, and um, that's, as we say, that's where the journey started. And who were, were your role models, or who guided you? You were sort of very much you know, forging your own path, but where was um, that support well, coming from? At the expense of sounding a little bit over-spiritual, I think I got a lot of my guidance from Sikhism. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, don't labour that. Um, it, there's lots of good philosophy, philosophies about being a good human being. My grandmother was, was very good. My parents did a very good job of bringing me up. And then I was lucky, I bumped into people like Roger Dickens and John yeah. Crabtree. Funnily enough, both former presidents of the Chamber of yes, Commerce yeah. got a bit of guidance. I used to be on the um, Sandal Chamber board with Roy Richardson, yeah. uh, who's a, you know, an awesome role model. Um, so I was lucky, I, I learned lots from some very great businessmen. And it's that sense of giving back, isn't it? And I guess you mentioned some figures there who you get involved with an organisation like a a chamber of commerce and part of yes people want to network and connect but there's a certain generosity about participating which is well, i guess what you've done yourself and what it, you already mentioned it, the books it, about it, i think every business has a responsibility to give back it's a very sort of you know cheesy statement to make but i promise you i get more pleasure out of doing good things in yeah. the community than i do when the lawyer rings up so we've completed and we've got x hundreds or millions in the bank and, and it seems as though that was a, a part of your um, approach to business that, that you, you built on very quickly. Because I know, you know you're here and you say you got involved. I think initially the chamber in Sandwell and 
you're part of the the formation of the what is now the Asian Business Chamber in the, the yeah. 80s as well. Yeah, I was um, one of few Asian men who was in touch with mainstream business community because mm. in, in, in the real estate that I was in, we were involved with pension funds and institutions. Uh, it, you know, the entity needed a bit of help. I was happy to help and it's gone on to do some wonderful things. Yeah. And I know we live in a multicultural society, um, but you know, having little forums and platforms for different communities is a positive thing. Yeah, and yeah, you've already sort of touched on you know success um, can take you know fifteen years as a period which you mentioned and and is in there they're in the book. So you know, you're here in back in the West Midlands and your business careers starting. What were the the early uh, signs where you sort of thought, hang on, this is really working. I'm onto something here. I, I'm, I'm sort of building that that success yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for that um, <laughs> that's the hunger and drive which well, keeps you know it's so important I, I, sure. I read somewhere that um, no man is a success unto himself and I always put in brackets nor his wife because she'll, she'll normally ground you when you get home um, successful people will finish one thing and start the yeah. next um, I'm no different really I, I, I honestly don't believe I'm successful, although in, in relative terms, I recognise that I'm very fortunate and the business has done well. I mean, and again, reading an advanced copy of the book, I think you, know, you talk about that. Anyone can be successful and success should be normal um, almost. And, you know, it comes across, again, you know, key values such as hard work and honesty and integrity sort of um, underpin that. I mean, what, what are some of the key traits that you you draw out in the book for you know either aspiring business uh figures or, or you know, established business figures because as you say people are always learning yeah uh, it, and that's a huge question yes uh, so um, there are many 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 different disciplines but if you're asking me for a couple first of all i talk about the big picture yeah. in the book I, that must be your, your your end game that not to say that you mustn't have goals along the way but the end game is your big picture um, I think surrounding yourself with great people. I've been very lucky. I mean, I, I get made to look good. Um, I'm a, you know, by the, the staff I, I, yeah. I have around me, and, and and that. And I think the other one is you have to share the cake. Uh, by that, I don't mean just pay people well. I don't mean bonus them. I don't mean give them share options. I don't mean just give them equity. I mean give them the stage. Give them the recognition they deserve give them the credit they deserve so they feel like it's their business yeah and quite honestly i leave them to get on with it and they're far better at it than i am it's that emotional and intellectual equity isn't it as well yeah. as just sort yeah. of actual and as you say it is a, a big question we don't want to give it all away because we want people to yeah. to go out and uh, and and buy the book of course but you know and when i suppose it's like how did that understanding of of uh, some of the those key attributes they sort of developed or evolved in your career. You obviously don't come to those fully formed, do you? No, no, not at all. I was, um, I just got in the habit of reading. Yeah. Um, I got in the habit of watching documentaries. I got very fortunate. I spent some time at Coots as regional chairman. Yeah. And of course, Coots look after generally very successful people. So I was reading about successful people, hanging around with successful people, and that allowed me just to pick up few tips and, and you know you you watch you learn um you listen and uh you know 35 36 years later you're able to form a few views yeah. which is why 
now as opposed to when I was 30 was a good time to do the book. You, you soak it up and did you enjoy writing it as well? Um, it, was, it was actually therapeutic. Yeah. You know, I, they say there's a book in everybody. Yes. Um, and I think even if you don't go on to sell it, just write one because actually it made me reflect, made me uh, reappreciate some of the values I learned when I was younger um, and, and I've enjoyed it and I sent a, a copy of the draft to my daughter and she didn't know about half of the things I put in there so it's nice for the family to keep on a long term and sort of you know I suppose feels like yeah you're, you're opening up aren't you yeah. you're sharing a lot yeah. of uh, what's driven you I think you know. successful people if they if they don't do anything else should share what they've learnt yeah um, and I think that's invaluable because if we keep sharing what we've learned and everyone gets a bit better at whatever they do as a society as a, as a business you know sector we, we will all improve and we can all you know contribute to the prosperity of the region and, and Paul now you've been you know right at the heart of of the, the West Midlands and the the, uh, the business community here for for so many years now I mean give us your sense on on where we are Right now, we we talk about the cranes in the sky and this sort of you know renaissance of of Birmingham or Greater Birmingham. Right now, what's your your okay, current well, take? First of all, we are in a great place, but I think I, we, we've got to be honest about this. We're in a great place by accident. Mm. I don't think there was a grand plan to win the Commonwealth Games to get the City of Culture to get the yeah. train station to get HSBC to get HS2, um, and in life you have to be lucky. Uh, and we are lucky at the moment. Uh, we're in the right place at the right yeah. time. Everything's come together. Um, I think if you can't make a success of your business today in the West Midlands, you should be looking for another career. I think we've got everything going for us and we should embrace it. Yeah, no, I agree. It sort of does feel like those few stars have aligned, haven't they? And that, that, that window of opportunity is here. And yeah. You never know when it can close. So when yeah, it's there, you've got I, I, to... Yeah, I, I often have to present in London to fund managers and I tell them that London will be a major global city forever. Um, and London, the South East, had a fabulous 50 years. But I do think the next 50 years are going to be for the UK regions and Birmingham is at the front end of that. Yeah, well, we are the second city yeah. here, aren't we? Well, kind I, of, isn't it? I, I don't think of us as the second no. city. Second to nobody. The yeah. greatest city in the UK. <laughs> and, you know, just finally, you know, you, we're, we're sat in the, 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 the boardroom here at the, the chamber. We've got uh, the list of all of the presidents going back to, to 1813 and your name there in, in 2009. I mean... Um, I actually, the year you were president at your annual dinner, I picked up a cha- my one and only Chamber Award when oh, I was at, at Aston man. Villa, so uh, I remember it well. But any sort of highlights that stand out from your, your time as president here? Um, just the people. Yeah. You know, I think when you're involved with the Chamber of Commerce, you're not involved in it for anything other than the right reasons. Yeah. Um, all the way from the president, the patrons, and without the patrons... You know, you could say they might not be in chamber. They've been fabulous supporters of the chamber. Uh, it's it's about the people. I think the chambers are a global currency. They're a fantastic brand, and you know, they're here for the future. And actually, I'd like to see a bit of legislation around the government supporting chambers of commerce. So we've got a platform in every region to help support business. No, that would be uh, well. That would be very welcome. But Paul, thank you so much for for joining us. So so. Brick by Brick, Success in Business and Life, published by Bloomsbury, is, uh, is out on the 25th of July. Um, there are links to, uh, to access it now. And as, as Paul mentioned, all of the 
the proceeds of the book are going to charity. Do you want to just well, tell us a little yeah, bit all, about that? All, all of my proceeds, because Bloomsbury, unfortunately, aren't as charitable as I ah, am. They're yes, your proceeds. Yes. So my, my proceeds will go to our charitable trust, and we put all that money back into the local community and have done for many, many years. So many reasons to go out and buy it. It's a great reader, so I've been you know, fortunate to see... Yeah, I, I, I promise you that something in that book will resonate with you. Something in that book will stay with you for the rest of your life. And if it doesn't, I'll give you your money back. There you go. What a guarantee. Paul Bassey, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to The Chamber Podcast. To hear more episodes, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Audio Boom or go to the latest news section of www.greaterbirminghamchambers.com.